0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Casual Experts Only. I'm Mike, and I am joined by Bryce. Say hello, Bryce. Hello. And uh, we are going to be spending the next handful of weeks just kind of discussing and breaking down and talking about the Andor series. Every new episode that comes out, will be co- these will be coming out every week. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned, I guess. Um, but this episode, we're going to be talking about the first four episodes might be a little longer, but the rest of the episodes, you know, it'll just be one episode each we'll be talking about. So, yeah, uh, how are you feeling? What do you think about Andor so far?
1: So far, I'm liking the tone. I'm liking mm-hmm. the setting. I'm liking the story. Mm-hmm. I'm liking the characters. Yeah. Um, I think the strong points for me is definitely the plot. I'm not mm-hmm. too into the, uh Cassian's character as of yet. I feel like it's he's still missing some stuff to, for me to be like super interested into mm-hmm. him specifically. Sure. But um I like that they are explaining his upbringing and mm-hmm. him or him as a kid and the kind of mystique around where he's from. Um it feels very much like a kind of like a cat and mouse type movie if that makes any sense. Yeah. Or not movie, but series. Yeah. Um but generally liking it.
0: Yeah, um I agree. I think for me, I think I already do like Andor's character, but I liked him in Rogue One. Yeah. Um, so you know, there there's that, but I feel like they are trying to kind of flesh him out a little bit. Which I mean I, I would hope so, it's his series. <laughs> yep. But yep. Yeah, like like you said, it is kind of a cat and mouse thing. I, I wasn't really sure where they were going, like because they were spending a lot of time. The first three episodes was all about like the corpo security going after Andor, and right. I was you know I'm still not sure, but I'm guessing at this point that that was more just the beginning, and now it's more he's going to be dealing with the Empire for the rest of the series. Yeah,
1: um, I'm, um, I'm yeah, guessing, continue.
0: but um, I will say that this show feels like the most mature like i don't know star wars content like that we've seen and i don't mean you know like tits and f-bombs and stuff kind of mature you're know, like not like game of thrones but just like uh, they're, they're they're spending a lot of time just b- building story and building like the kind of the yeah. world and just the characters and it's showing like somewhat mundane aspects of the characters but i feel like that's making all the characters feel more three-dimensional like yes, they have, they have I... actual lives
1: I think a good word for it is very grounded. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. A, yeah. I feel like that's a, like a good way to put it because they are taking a lot of time to explain mm-hmm. things and yeah. to kind of like draw them out. Um, well, yeah,
0: and even that scene I felt uh, with Mon Mothma, which is in episode four. We'll, you know, get get more of that later. I'm just mentioning yeah. this now, but you know, like they even they had that one scene with her and her husband, and they went, you know, they just show that <clears throat> she and her husband don't see eye to eye politically, and he's just more like aloof and she really wants you know she obviously cares yeah more about yeah yeah like she obviously cares about you know the people she represents and i think just the galaxy at, at large and it seems like his friends are very friendly to the empire whereas she you know isn't outright you know obviously it's not okay to be outright against the empire but she is definitely using her uh powers as a senator to try and help people yeah um so i found like just that is interesting it really makes her character more three-dimensional and you know like like they didn't have to do that i feel like in most star wars projects they wouldn't necessarily have done that you know mm-hmm. but this is like really taking its time and i feel like, like it feels slow because of that you know like there isn't a whole lot of action it's mostly just built like building things up and sort of setting up characters but i think it's probably like it, it's, it's really well written though
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that the story is progressing at a very... It's, it is is slow. It is a little bit slow, but I think being that I'm looking for a more mature view of Star Wars now that I'm yeah, older, I right. think that it's it's really tickling to my fancy.
0: Well, I yeah. And, that, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think that, like, I typically enjoy the smaller stories anyway not mm-hmm. that this isn't going to amount to what rogue one is right so well but yeah. but um i definitely enjoy the smaller scale stuff more so than like um like the big action pack but i've said that before like in the previous one where it's right just, like i i enjoy like the intricacies of the universe so i think this kind of really just drives that kind of feeling home
0: yeah, the, there's a lot of world building. Like, we, we talked about that when we we, we recorded that Obi-Wan episode. Uh, we were just yeah. talking about how, <clears throat> you know, a lot of Star Wars that's the most interesting is just, like, the lore mm-hmm. and stuff going on behind the scenes that isn't necessarily in all the movies or even the shows. And I feel like like they've done that a little bit. Like, we talked about, like, the Bad Batch and even, like, the Mandalorian a little bit and an Obi-Wan. But this show seems almost, like the main point of this show is to explain and explore what's going on with everybody else under the oppression of the empire.
1: Exactly. I think um, it's kind of showing about the power and, in, and in, in, in the people of the universe underneath empire's control and why they're angry about it.
0: Yeah. And it's obviously, you know, about Andor, but the feeling I got from the trailer and really what I feel like I've gotten from the show so far is it is more about, the world and the rebellion, you know, just kind of the intricacies of the rebellion and sort of its infancy than it is only about Andor. Yeah. Which I feel like is the best way to go because we do know what happens to Andor. Like there's no real mystery about where he ends up.
1: Right. It's just like, it's almost like he's the catalyst just to tell the story of what's going on around him and about the rise of the rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to like focusing on him as a character but they do do him justice with the flashbacks of his like, him as a kid. Sure. So, which, I which, think is really interesting.
0: Yeah. I, I kind of, so, I guess just kind of delving into the first three episodes, which to me, like I already said this to you, but kind of felt like an extended, like, pilot. Yeah. Because they weren't super long, but they were all very kind of self-contained. It was almost like one complete story, like like an episode.
1: Yeah, it was like almost like all three episodes were like a complete act.
0: Yeah, exactly. You because yeah. that that whole first thing just kinda set up Andor and his run in with not really the Empire but the corporate security um, or whatever. They're called, which...
1: they're called uh Primo, I believe. I yeah, think Yeah. I think I'm I think not 100% you're right.
0: Sure. Yeah, um, I think they've like called them corporate security at one point, but I think they're yeah, the other actual name is like Primo.
1: Yeah, Primo, which seems like like a policing forcer of like like or like a third party contractor that like I don't know if they're empire hired, but they it's um I don't know. Yeah. I, I couldn't really tell. But not to mention I want or I also want to mention that it the planets in which it's taking place are all like within a free trade zone. It said that at the beginning, I believe. Okay. During when uh it introed, I think the first planet he went to, which I'm forgetting the name of.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: Um but uh I believe the second planet is Fenix.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Fenix or Ferix? One of those two. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think you're right.
1: I think that it's got, it's got a lot of environments for, like, yeah. how many episodes we've already seen. Mm-hmm. It's 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 very wide because it's, like, four planets that mm-hmm. I think we've already, like, had things taking place at because Coruscant, the first one. Oh, yeah. One,
0: that was super cool. Fenix,
1: and then there was the... There's a planet in episode four that he reaches after. Uh, right. War. And there's his
0: home planet in the flashbacks, Kanari. Oh,
1: yep, yep. So five. So we've already seen f- uh, several planets, which yeah. the variety is immaculate.
0: Oops. And I feel like each of them is very unique. Like I feel like they're really not trying to make it feel too Star wars e, even though it's set in the same universe. I feel like they're, like, trying a lot of new things and trying to make the planets feel really unique.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like,
0: even the shows like The Mandalorian, they did show some new planets, but most of the planets, even if they were new to us, were very f- familiar. You know, like, yeah. even that one planet that he started out on felt like Tatooine, even though it wasn't. Yeah. And um, the one planet, I forget what it's called, it's like, that forest planet did kind of feel like Endor.
1: Um, I for- I don't remember the name of yeah, it. Yeah,
0: but... I feel like this show, like you know, if I didn't know it was connected to Star Wars, and if they didn't mention the Empire and stuff, for some of the episode, I kind of felt like, you know, it it, it was just, it was a different sci-fi story in some respects.
1: Oh yeah, I think I think so too, and I think there's a lot of, uh, I think it is intentional as well. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Because they kind of just drop the Empire in as like mm-hmm. an, a glooming force. It's almost yes. like. It's more or less about presence, and they they speak about that at the ISB, which, by the way, I'm really glad that they included mm-hmm. having the ISB in there. Yes, yeah. um, I believe it played a part in the Battlefront Two campaign. I can't quite remember, but yeah, uh, I, think I believe right. the character you played was from the from the ISB or yeah, really fighting the ISB. I can't quite remember, but uh seeing a different, like, section of the Empire in its mm-hmm. inner workings and in mm-hmm. how they deal with issues is really cool to see. Yeah. Um, I think that it really drives it home, the Empire's influence, when it comes to uh, uh, I'm sorry, what was this home planet's name again?
0: Um, uh, K- Kenari, I believe.
1: Nari. Um, when Kenari. When yeah. the kids go up over the hill and then they see, like, the mining in all the yeah. quarries. Yeah. Yeah, and you see how destructive the empire can be if they mm-hmm. do so choose, mm-hmm. and will harvest planets for their natural resources regardless right. of the people who live there, right? Um, and I think that the fact that they're keeping Kanari in its origin a secret is kind of like plays into that because I, yeah, I, it's kind of still mysterious as to what's kind of going on with that planet, mm-hmm. and most people are kind of confused when they hear about it or. You know? Yeah,
0: and it's yeah, they they did say that it was destroyed with uh, like an imperial uh, mining accident. Um, okay. Which yes. Yes. It, it's. I will say it's a little like I feel like uh, Andor's story, his backstory, is a little confusing. It's hard. Like I feel like it's. I don't know if you know. Like I'm guessing they're probably going to make it more clear as time goes on, but I yeah. feel like it's a bit like, in pieces, because they, they did have the flashbacks, but it's hard to tell, like, when this happens. Like, I'm guessing it's after, you know, his parents died or something, you know, because it's, it's just a bunch of kids. Yeah, I was going to say, did you notice tribe? that
1: that it was all kids?
0: Yeah, and but then uh, that one guy, son of a gun, what's his name? Lucen, Luthan. Uh yes. Luthan Rail, the Stellan Skarsgård character. He mentioned yeah. that his dad was hanged, uh, by Imperial, like an Imperial garrison or something. Yeah. So I'm guessing it happens later because it, like, he, it seems like the flashbacks take place before the Empire, which would make sense given his age.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: at, at this point, the Empire has only been around for, like, 15 years because, like they said, they said at the beginning, it's 5 BBY. Yes. So i yeah i'm 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 a little confused because i i assumed his parents were dead when they showed those flashbacks but then if his dad was hanged by an imperial garrison that would happen later so it's a little confusing exactly what's going on it feels like hard to kind of piece his past together and maybe that's the point
1: yeah and i definitely i did catch that too i i did catch that a bit where his father had been hung by um imperials mm-hmm. and um and it doesn't really make sense especially when you think about the scene where the ship crash lands on canari mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's uh it's got republic insignias on it right it, or like yeah the galactic republic's insignias or whatever mm-hmm. on it because um, i kind of caught that and i was like oh that's interesting so this is kind of around the time that they're still influenced and i kind of like how that there's that uh that dual influence not that it was like really in your face it was kind of just like a side thing to you notice on the ship yeah um but nonetheless i think it was i think it's kind of a weird time frame i think i'm still trying to figure that out as well
0: yeah i mean it doesn't help that his life you know would obviously span both the republic you know like the height of the republic and the height of the empire so
1: right and um yeah
0: and then yeah, and then like yeah, when his mom showed up or you know his his adopted mom um,
1: Yeah. and kind of just like, like kind of abducted him. Yeah, like uh, like I, I, she you know <laughs> like, I mean that's kind of what it was. Like it kind of was die.
0: but it was to save his life cuz you know likely the republic would just show up and start blasting, you know, once yeah, they saw their own didn't men make dead. Sense. Yeah, I I'm not sure. Well, I feel like I mean, unless there's more to it, I think it's probably the first time outside of the Clone Wars that, you know, we see a realistic representation of, you know, just like, um, because I'm guessing this takes place during the Clone Wars, um, those flashbacks, Yeah. you know, it's like the first time we see like a realistic representation that kind of like messed up stuff happens on both sides. You know, it's not as simple as, like, oh, well, the Republic is, like, just, like, absolutely. Oh, yeah, right. exactly. So, I'm right. guessing that that's what they were trying to show there. Sure. Um, yeah. Either that, or I have heard some people saying that they suspected that the ship was actually, like, a Separatist ship or something. And that, like, they got it wrong that it wasn't the Republic or something.
1: I yes. don't know. And And um, that also, uh, Luthen also mentions the Separatists. Mm-hmm. Because they're also against the empire, and he he mentions how they. Oh, they, interesting. Yeah, because he 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 names off a few um, different sects of resistances towards the empire, uh-huh. and he says seps. He didn't say separatists. He said seps. Interesting. So I kind of missed the that. Sep- yeah, so the separatists are still kind of like around, I guess, but mm-hmm. more like low key, kind of like you know these characters are doing. But um, because it was in the ship when Lutheran has taken him over to whatever her name is. And oh yeah, he he mentions that, like, what's the difference between mm-hmm. all of them? And he just says, like, oh, well, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. But trying to, like, get across it, like the enemy of my enemy is my, my friend type idea.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, because it's, it's, cause at this point, in, in the power of the Empire, it's more or less just, like, all of us against them. Mm-hmm. Because the Empire is so powerful Right. that, really, that's the biggest, like, thing to be dealing with. And to kind mm-hmm. of put your, like, differences aside to face right. the real threat, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. And speaking of Luthan and, like, that whole scene and everything. Well, not that scene specifically, but when Luther and Andor are leaving... The, the planet in his ship, they drew kind of an interesting parallel to when, you know, his adopted mom, Mama Andor, let's call her that, I oh, guess, yeah. Um, like kind of t- took him from his home planet that they, they like, cause they, they play, they interwove that scene with Luthen going into hyperspace. Yeah. With know. him
1: looking out the cockpit.
0: Yeah. Out the window. And, right. And,
1: yeah. It, they added it like directly next to each other. Yeah. 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 I did. I did catch that. That was really nice. Yeah. Um I am excited to kind of see what kinda happens between the time that um obviously Andor is an adult and mm-hmm. what is kinda going on as his adopted mother kinda takes him. I I, I am kind of curious to see kinda what goes on. Yeah, I
0: do hope they do more flashbacks kinda showing him like growing up um you know,
1: after Throughout he's, the years. he's yeah. adopted, yeah. Kind of see like what her thinking was there and Mm -hmm. and what if she what she did actually made a difference and Mm -hmm. saved his life if it's explicit or if it's just like gonna be like this side like like oh yeah like we might have saved your life uh huh you know type thing I kind of want to be explicit or else like her taking him doesn't really make that much sense
0: yeah that's fair um I think well, we do know he's looking for his sister. He, like, he mentioned that at the very beginning. He went to yes. like, that um, b- b- brothel or whatever it was and space brothel, I guess, and yeah. um, was looking for his sister, which I'm kind of curious how he knows she's alive, because last time he saw her, she was just a little kid. Right. Um, so I, I, like, I'm sure they're going to delve more into that as the series goes on, but it was kind of an interesting thing to just sort of drop at the beginning and then not pick up at all. Yeah, because for the, for the if, next few episodes.
1: Yeah, because if his planet's destroyed, which I can't quite remember that detail that they when they said that his planet was destroyed. But I do mm-hmm. remember the mining accident. But I didn't remember that the if the whole planet was destroyed or not. Well, or they
0: no. I they at least suggested that like everybody on the planet was dead, pretty much.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. And um, I want to know if he is just going off the feeling that she's alive, or whether mm-hmm. he had seen her again. Right. Because well, I mean,
0: I, I'm I'm assuming he knows something, because why would he go there? He knew she was there at that, you know, space brothel, or else he wouldn't have gone there. So, well, so, so they, somehow he knows something about her. They said it was a
1: canary woman. They didn't specify it was his sister. She wasn't sure.
0: Right, yeah, That that's true, but, like, so something drew him there. Like, you know, it's not like he just yeah. happened to be there, you know. So I think I'm it was get- just
1: the fact that it was a canary woman because there's not a yeah, lot of around. Yeah, he probably heard.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. I guess uh, we'll see. Um yeah. but I do feel like it's definitely like a plot thread that they're not just going to like leave alone.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure they'll they'll connect it some some point yeah. later on and uh you said there's reportedly 12 episodes there's going to be.
0: I think there's 11.
1: 11. Okay. In I thought it was run. kind of weird because they've been doing, like, the six or eight, like, mm-hmm. you know, episode runs and I... Uh, no,
0: I'm sorry. It, it is 12.
1: twelve. Twelve. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Because Because um, wasting through the first, not wasting, but using the first three episodes kind of seemed, like, weird to me when I didn't yeah. know that there was going to be more, right. like, that many episodes.
0: Well, I okay. kind of, I kind of wish more, like, Disney Plus series, at least, the Star Wars ones were, like, longer. Mm-hmm. Because um, I feel like it, 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 it would just give things more time to be developed and breathe, you know? Because, like, like, with this series, they spent the first three episodes basically just setting everything up. Yeah. You know? Like, whereas all the other Disney Plus series would spend, like, the first episode or even half the first episode doing that, you know? mm mm-hmm. um, You know, not every series needs that, but I do feel like a lot of times these, like, six-episode series, eight, even eight-episode series are kind of, like, rushed. Yeah, um, or they they just feel like it should have been spread out over another few episodes. Hmm. Um. So, I kind of felt kinda... that way with
1: season two of Mandalorian because he yes. does quite a lot of jumping. He does a yeah. lot of jumping throughout that season. yes yeah. yeah. He's he's always in a, like a kind of like a new environment.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: So it's kind of like yeah, time's passing, so it's kind of just like checking in mm-hmm. every now and again where this is like a cohesive yeah. like. Oh yeah, time is passing at like a normal mm-hmm. rate and you're following like the all of the actions in which they're taking. Mhm. Which is kind of cool.
0: Well, yeah, and I feel, I feel like I feel like even Book of Boba Fett felt kind of rushed in some, in some respects and like they they spent a whole episode and a half on the Mandalorian. Uh, yeah. I felt like that that I feel like they they, they probably could have done a little better if they had Spend another couple episodes on just, like, developing Boba Fett a little more or something. I don't know. Yeah,
1: although I did really enjoy... Um, yeah, oh, yeah. The, I like, mean... Because I think it was episode two that he mm-hmm. ends up, like, joining the 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 tribe.
0: Yeah, the and that
1: episode, Yeah, and then them taking out the train and such. and That episode right. was really, really good.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I was more, like, referring to, like, maybe, like, more his development, like, now... You know, I, yeah. I, I think they spent like the perfect amount of time on him like in, in, in the past but I maybe would have liked to see a little more of his like I, I guess development of his motivations and everything in the modern day. Yeah, I think day. You're right. Yeah. I felt like it just kind of happened and we didn't have a huge reason why besides he just like wanted to do it. I you like know? it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I, you know, I'm not like saying that or the Mandalorian season 2 or anything is bad at all. I just feel like they could have done with a little more time to kind of flesh things out like, yeah. like this series is doing.
1: Sure. But then again, it's like, we also always want more episodes. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always like, yes,
1: yeah. give me more story. Give me more. Right. You know, and so I think we're always going to want more. Well, and the
0: thing too, I think what the Mandalorian did really well is even though like you said, you know, he was like somewhere different each, each episode. I think that did work well for like given the fact that it was released every week you know because every week you kind of don't want to have to wait for the next episode you know it 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 is kind of nice to have kind of a cohesive you know one episode story each episode with like you know like a perfect blend of action and you know
1: um right
0: dialogue and everything but I f- that is, is, That is the thing, you know, I know a lot of streaming services are going more to the, you know, releasing an episode every week thing, because that's kind of what TV always did, and in some respects, dropping everything all at once does make it hard for the production, but I feel like so many stories, you know, in series just kind of don't really benefit from being released like one bit at a time I feel like a lot of them have stories that are kind of meant to be experienced at least in larger chunks than just one episode every week right Um so I don't know some, sometimes I do feel like it, it is a very different experience when you watch it one week at a time as opposed to watching it you know within like you know a week period you know like at your leisure
1: yeah like binging it
0: yeah because it, yeah. it, it you know it feels like just more like one story and you don't like forget stuff that happened like two weeks ago three weeks ago you know sure i mean it's it's even worse on network television when you have 24 episodes in a season oh, yeah. and like something that happened and like episode two comes back in episode 20 and you're like i don't remember that at all you know
1: yeah yeah exactly yeah
0: but anyway um back to the actual andor series uh let's talk about that one character um Deputy Inspector Carn?
1: Yes. Um
0: it seems like he's going to have I mean ev- even though we kind of sh- you know have moved on from the what what are the primo. what are they called? Yeah, Pr- primo primo uh chasing him now it's more like the empire is involved in this now but it does seem like he's still going to be a character in this show.
1: Yes, I got that impression as well.
0: Especially considering how much they built him up. And he is, like, he's the kind of character, you know, that doesn't leave well enough alone kind of thing. Um, You know, it's like... What do you mean? So, you know, like, his... um, His chief wanted to just be like, well, you know, they were drunkard, loudmouths and everything. Let's just say they died in some accident. Yeah. Um, You know, the two officers that cassian killed and you know um you know he's the kind of guy that you know wants to go buy the book and everything but yeah also has like an almost obsessive no not almost very obsessive (laughs) like drive to pursue what he sees as justice you know yeah when it's more just when it's more just an obsessive adherence to the rules yeah, um, and very much reminded me of uh, in, what's yeah, Inspector Javert in Les Misérables. <clears throat> um, I don't know if you're familiar with that, like I'm book not, or, or play at all, but I know of it.
1: I'm aware of it. I just don't know nothing about it.
0: Right, like that character, Inspector Javert, was like obsessed with chasing down the main character, um, Jean Valjean. Because first he, like, stole a piece of bread and was in prison for years for that. And then once he got out on parole, he basically violated his parole to go start a whole new life. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, like, Javert, once he figures out who he is, he just, like, relentlessly pursues him for, like, no real reason. He's just, like, obsessed with, like, making sure this person pays for some reason. You know? And that kind of, like it seems sort of similar characters that are just, like, obsessed with making, like, somebody pay because they violated the rules, basically.
1: Yeah. I also enjoyed the fact that Primo itself was kind of incompetent.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's true. Like, and they even mention that, like, once the Empire figures it, you know, like, here's their re- report. They're like, yeah, we're taking over. Um, you Yeah, they're go, like, yeah. you
1: guys are not professionals. You guys yeah. are, yeah.
0: Which... Yeah. It seems like they did have some sort of autonomy. It seems like, like, like they reported to the Empire ultimately, mm-hmm. but from day-to-day operations, it seems like they just kind of could handle things themselves.
1: Right, because like I said, it's free trade zone, and they're kind of just out there wherever right. they're at in the universe, and, and the Empire's like, yeah, we'll get to you.
0: Right, I, I, and I think that's a really interesting concept because so far, at least in like the Imperial era, uh, we, we mostly just see stormtroopers like enforcing everything. Oh yeah. So to see like another more individual organization do that, or in independent outside of you know just you know a bunch of stormtroopers, was kind of interesting.
1: It was, and it was, it was, it was refreshing, and it was nice, yeah. and I think it's a good contrast against the the capability or so called capability of the mm-hmm. empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do like the meticulousness of the ISB and of uh, what's his name. I. Yeah,
0: um, Karn, the Deputy Karn. Inspector Karn.
1: Yeah. I do enjoy his character, though. I think that yeah, after I mean, he, the battle yeah. that they had, mm-hmm. I think that he seemed conflicted. And he's like, uh, am well, I doing this for the right reasons? I th- think it was pretty clear
0: that he was kind of uh, a desk jockey. Like, he mostly just stayed on base and just ordered people around because as soon as they got into, or as soon as there was a the prospect of mm-hmm. him leading, you know, the... Tr- troops on the actual yeah. ground he seemed really nervous
1: yeah and he and, kind of let the other guy take over and kind of just,
0: yeah. yeah and he didn't know how to really give an actual briefing or speech or so, or anything to, to the men and when he saw all those people die you know all, all his men die um and almost you know being killed by andor mm-hmm. he seemed like very disturbed like he had never really seen it before seen that kind of stuff before
1: yeah. yes yes
0: So I I think that's
1: cool development.
0: Yeah, I think you may be right. He may be a little conflicted and or he might just be kind of like traumatized now that he's actually seen, you know, what life is actually like outside of the base.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh um, um, I'm kind of curious yeah. to see where his character goes because I kind of thought maybe yeah. he's going to go towards like the rebellion and you know kind of like join up with them and be in cahoots with them, but that doesn't really fall in line with what we've seen him as a character because you know, he is I meticulous. F- feel like and I, I feel to... like yeah, I feel like he would fit better in like an ISB you know setting. Yeah, so, like like yeah. his character says one thing, but his actions like in the show in the way he was disturbed by mm-hmm. all that like seems like he seems like I said conflicted. Yeah. So it's really interesting to see.
0: Yeah, I mean it seems like he's pretty much out of a job at this point cuz he went back home to his <laughs> yeah. mom. Yeah. It just seems like there's some history there <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um we kind of glossed over but I did think it was kind of cool uh just like the way the um the whole town kind of had like a warning system. So, like they obviously did not like Primo and they had a you know whole like warning system. Yeah. Um. And that whole speech that Andor's mom gave, I thought was actually pretty cool. Like, even though she was there in like her own house, like kind of under arrest, it still felt like she had like more power there than the guys guarding her. You know, they seemed really nervous.
1: Right. Uh, and in fact, place in their incompetence.
0: Right, but I, I, I also feel like that scene kind of sets up just the overall feeling of, um, people are done. With this oppression, people are done with being, you know, just, like, treated like trash uh, under the Empire.
1: Yeah.
0: And, you know, like, full-scale rebellion is, like, right around the corner. Mm. And even though it was, you know, those people against Primo, I feel like that's going across the whole galaxy against the Empire. Yeah. And I find it really cool, because, you know, we did obviously get to see all that in the original trilogy, but I feel like we started, like, kind of at the end Like towards the end of their battle, and Mm -hmm. we didn't really get to see, you know, what made people so mad. Like, we know the Empire was evil and, like, they would destroy planets and stuff, but we didn't really get to see the, like, on the ground, like, oppression and abuse of, like, just average people, you know?
1: Right. And you see a little bit of that in Obi Wan, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting, but you also see the alternative of people being supportive of the Empire, so it's. Right. Um, but that's also five years prior to this taking place. So Yeah, um, right. But yeah, it is. It's it's interesting seeing how people are reacting and different planets are re- reacting to the control.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, we get to see like an episode four, m- kind of moving on to episode four, we get to see there's like this ragtag little like... It's hard to tell if they're part of like a grander rebellion or if it's just them. Mm-hmm. Um, but... They're obviously being sponsored by Luthen Rael. Like I'm pretty sure that's what's going on. Is like it seems like him and maybe others who are influential and wealthy are kind of uh, sending money and supporting these smaller groups, you know, of rebels. That yes. wouldn't have the resources otherwise, which I find really interesting. Like we we never really they they never come out and explicitly say anything about that necessarily in the other Star Wars um, movies and shows and stuff. You know there are like politicians that are involved with it, but they they the, you know they don't explicitly show them like just kind of funneling money and resources and stuff to them.
1: Right and. Beings that they're in higher up in society, and mm-hmm. they are wealthy, and that is probably the best they can do, because they're probably mm-hmm. public eye or high-value high, high value target, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. if they were to speak out against well, the Empire, so...
0: Well, yeah, even in A, a New Hope, uh, we see l- when <clears throat> they, they first show Leia, you know, she's a senator at that point on her way to the Galactic Senate, but, you know, it's pretty obvious she's doing some other stuff, you know, she's trying to get the plans to yeah. the Death Star, and they've you know they, they kind of gloss over it in that but there is you know just the suggestion that even this you know the senators and everybody influential that's helping is pretending like there's you know still part of the galactic uh senate or whatever yeah even Absolutely. though they're you know helping the rebellion on the side
1: right and it also plays in with the ISB because remember the speech of the guy leading the team mm-hmm. and yeah, him m- saying major, it's not yeah yeah, major whatever his name is I, I, am so bad with I am so bad with names
0: yeah i mean i have a list in front of me that's the only reason i know <laughs> oh okay uh, major part or something if that's how you say his name
1: yeah because like uh the one lady is yeah very meticulous and she's very good and she's talented and they she knows that and mm-hmm. she's very well read and up to date on what it is that they do. And she Mm -hmm. explicitly says it right out of the book. And he even Mm -hmm. mentions that it was right out of the book. Yeah. And, but then he goes around and turns it right around and says, no, this is not about that. This is about stomping out resistance and stomping out, you know, the infectious nature of uh, rebellion.
0: Right. And yeah, and they actually, even in, in just that one episode... We did get to see a bit of kind of like almost like the office politics of the Empire, the, the IBS specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, which I thought was interesting. Like they're even spending time to develop all these characters and the way they I- interact and how like the hierarchy of it all goes.
1: Yep. And how like he mentions that uh, the one uh, blackmail is. Yeah, Lieutenant uh, Blevin. Yes, he is overseeing several sectors, whereas she's only overseeing like one or two right yeah he, that was he's got like eight or nine sectors that he's yeah. he's in control of or mm-hmm. in, in in charge of paying attention to mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting to see like the different in work difference in workload
0: yeah and it will, delegate yeah and i feel like uh her name is deidre miro i feel okay. like her character like is is kind of similar to karn because they, they both seem very ambitious uh and like they kind of want to take on more than they're really qualified for. Yep. You know, and so I kind of feel like her character is going to be kind of like his but in the empire and she's going to kind of like go up the ranks by trying to I feel like she's going to be the main one trying to take down or chase down Andor. Yeah. Cuz it did de- it definitely feels like that's what this uh show is kind of uh leading towards is Andor. You know, trying to help the, help the rebellion while at the same time being chased down by the, by the empire.
1: Yeah. And she even mentions like that. She feels as though there's a pattern to some thievery. Right. And she suspects something because mm-hmm. of that, that, uh, flight controller, the yeah. flight computer that yeah. they stole. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and I there were a like, few
0: other events that she thought were related, even though they probably I mean, aren't, yeah. because it seems like Andor just stole it to sell it.
1: Right, and, and in a kind of prove it. a point. Yeah, he was holding on to it. He had that, it stored yeah. away in that broken ship on the shipyard. Yeah, so I mean, like it also he even seems said like he was holding on to it for like a rainy day.
0: Right, right. Plus, like the way he described it to Luthan, you know, like how a- arrogant the Empire is, and like they could never. Even imagine somebody level like me being able to make their way into their inner sanctums, which I feel plays like, out
1: as true, yeah, for the most part.
0: Yeah, and I, I found that really interesting because it really shows uh, just kind of how people view the empire, and also just how like a- arrogant they've become.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but but also just shows that Andor, in, a, in 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 a lot of ways, I feel like he's just kind of trying to give like a middle finger to the empire. You know, yeah, like. Even though he's trying to keep his head low, you know. Yeah, because he's um, still
1: doing it for pay, and he's yeah, you know. So I I, I don't think he's for the cause per se. Not he's got his quite personal yet. reasons why he doesn't like the Empire, the right? British. Which
0: Luthen tried to play off of. That's like that's that's like he, how he kind of recruited him. Besides the money, he tried to. Right, you know, he saw in him that he you know hates the Empire too. <laughs>
1: Which, and then he ends up joining him after they get found out by Primo at the yeah. like engine facility or whatever yeah, yeah. That building was. Which and was a had... pretty
0: cool scene, by the way. It the was. Way all, it all those was. things were falling, and yeah, that was...
1: There was that one guy that got uh, wrapped up in the chain, and got dragged across Yeah. The, like, hit his head against the, yeah, the that other was one. Of, I was, yeah. I, it was pretty brutal for Star Wars. I was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Ooh, yeah I like that <laughs> was cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, they ended up leaving that flight controller there, too. I yes. don't think they ended up recovering it.
0: Well, no, the the, the empire did, um, and Lieutenant Supervisor Blevin, he is is the one that has it now. And Miro tried to get it from him, you know, because she said it was like part of her jurisdiction, because that's because it was stolen from a facility under her jurisdiction. Yeah. But she ended up getting blocked. Um, but I'm guessing at some point she's gonna get her hands on it and somehow trace it back to Andor.
1: Oh yeah, she's definitely gonna be his antagonist. I feel like. Yeah. Maybe, perhaps... Maybe uh, Karn, too? Yeah, maybe Karn, too. Um, I
0: guess,
1: yeah. I am really interested in seeing what kind of happens in the future and seeing more mm-hmm. of him as a young man and how yes. that connects to how he was, became who he was mm-hmm. and why he has a distrust of the Empire and a hate for the Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, Trying to kind of check those dots.
0: Me too. Um, and I think I'm just also looking forward to just seeing more... Rebel Alliance action, you know, just kind of just seeing how that forms, because right now it seems like it's more just a bunch of ragtag groups that haven't joined together into an official rebellion. Yeah. You know, because like you have Saw Guerrera and his group that never really quite joined the wider Rebel Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, when we, we know we're going to see him at some point in this series. But then you also have this uh, woman, Vel, leading just like, you know, a group of like five or six people.
1: She seems like an interesting character too. Yeah,
0: like, she. Yeah, she. She. She, she does seems
1: like a strong, like rock type character. If that means makes any well, sense. Well,
0: and I and I was impressed that even though she doesn't trust Andor, she still was able to convince her the rest of her team to trust him for the sake of the mission.
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. Because it's the whole thing is it's for the cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I am who, interested. I also, did you notice what kind of, the, the guns that they were carrying? The <laughs> blasters, yeah, they were like, like
0: AK. Like yeah, I forgot. I was going to mention that. Yeah, which I think um, is kind of funny because, you know, it's they look just like AK-47s kind of uh, upgraded, but I'm assuming they're blasters. Yeah. But I feel like that somewhat goes back to the older Star Wars roots in, like, you know, the original trilogy because... Mm-hmm. A lot of the weapons and uh, costumes they used were actual things in real life that they had just altered. Like yeah. Han Solo's DL forty four is like an old, uh, like Chinese gun.
1: It's a uh, old German one. It's... Is it is 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 it German? Uh, yeah, I think it's the Luger.
0: No, it's it's not the Luger. Um, it's oh, you might little... be right. I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure I saw it. I, 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 actually saw the same like kind of gun in like an old gun shop a while ago. Yeah. It, it is German though. You're right. It's a German Mauser C96
1: pistol. Mauser. Okay, I got the name wrong, but I. Yeah. I, I, I thought so. I couldn't yeah. quite remember. Yeah. Um, so
0: the. I don't know why I thought it was Chinese, but yeah. But I so think like, you're
1: absolutely right. It's kind of going back to the roots of how like the original props and stuff were designed and made. Uh-huh. And, you know, Even though there's no real
0: even though there's no real reason to do that anymore.
1: It's I just feel, or Yeah,
0: I feel like it had to be intentional, but also probably just wanted more of a rustic look to the weapons mm-hmm. because these people obviously don't have very much you know, money.
1: Yeah, and I also supplies. heard a good theory that um, they did that because all weapons are regulated underneath the Empire. Mm-hmm. So they had to create their own.
0: Oh, that'd be okay. Yeah.
1: I, I, I've also heard that theory, which ki- was kind of mm-hmm. cool to hear because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that makes sense. So if the empire is under control and say that, uh, one of their guys dies, they have mm-hmm. on, and they have a or a inventoried weapon or mm-hmm. whatever, then they could probably trace it to where mm-hmm. they got it from. And then they can yeah, hunt sense. it down from there. So having homemade weapons is probably the best for them. Mm-hmm. Especially that, when they have yeah. the, the contact in the Empire.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Exactly. It'd be kind of funny, though, if they were just, like, straight A, straight up AKs and they just, like, shot, like, bullets.
1: I am kind of <laughs> curious because they didn't fire any of them. Did they? No.
0: Yeah. I, I was kind of hoping that they would because I'm like, are those blasters? You know? like I, are, if
1: It would be kind of cool if they were just, like, you know, physical projectiles.
0: That would. Like, we don't really see that in Star Wars outside of, like, little, like, darts and stuff.
1: Right, and so I think that that being a start towards, or like, you know, homemade projectile weapons, it's like almost mm-hmm. rudimentary for yeah. like the time period, or so-called yeah. time period of, you know, the futuristic setting of Star Wars. Right. I think, yeah, I think that'd be really cool. I was mm-hmm. I was kind of getting giddy about it, I was like, oh, I hope
0: yeah. they, you know. Yeah, I um, hope they... It seems like the next episode is going to be them actually going on the mission. So hopefully we get to see. Oh yeah. Some uh, space AK action.
1: And I'm really hoping that the effect, and the effects and the visuals for that event that they said takes place every three years. Oh the,
0: yeah, that yeah. meteor
1: shower, but like You the said, they were crystals. Shells, they were crystals coming into the atmosphere and getting like dragged around by the orbit or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm, and like um, hyper heated, I think, so they explode.
1: Yeah, so I'm really hoping that's going to look really cool cuz I yeah, I me too. I'm I'm ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> um another small detail I want to throw in there that I don't know if you've noticed or if mm-hmm. you've seen on the internet yet, mm-hmm. but that makes me personally really excited mm-hmm. and also hesitant mm-hmm. is um Lutheran's, Okay, yeah. so Lutheran puts that weird wig on and Yeah, and yeah. He yeah, uses,
0: he's like, he's obviously like an antique dealer.
1: Yeah and um did you notice the pseudo armor in the, the back? armor
0: yeah 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 uh, honestly I didn't the first time I saw it. actually what I saw first was like a man- Mandalorian armor like there was yeah. um, like a Mandalorian like chest piece and stuff it looked almost like Django Django fezz armor mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool but then on the wall there's that sith stalker armor
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: Um, which I-, I didn't really see until I saw you know some stuff circulating on the internet. <laughs> Yeah. um but yeah it's like a, it's a sith stalker armor which you know star killer did use in like an alternate ending to the force Unleashed and yes. he had in like some visions towards the beginning of the game too but it is right, like a, that's s-
1: his dark side armor that is his, right. his evil like
0: yeah. yeah which it's hard to tell if like that's confirming star killer exists or not because it is, a, like, a thing outside of him. Like, it's not, like, his personal armor. There is, like, um, Sith Stalker armor that other Sith have used, and it's, like, the the same idea. Yes, same, but same surely,
1: thing. surely, but they could have put any other type of old armor. That's but true. They chose, they chose that specific, and everyone correlates that armor with, with Galen Merrick. Galen
0: Merrick, you're right. So, and so... It could, like, yeah. I
1: feel like it's it would be a kick in the nuts to put it in there and to yeah. not. I mean... Like, it's, it's cool it, to have it there.
0: It could just be an Easter egg.
1: It could be. It I could mean, be, like, e- man, e- even in, like... That's the first um, time it's even knotted towards.
0: That's true. I mean, like, in Solo, uh, Dryden Voss did have, like, Mandalorian armor up in his stuff, and it was just an Easter egg. But this is a lot more specific than that, you know? Yeah, it's not so. a
1: generalized race that has that armor
0: right it's only i mean it, it, you know sti- sti- for, for the most part i mean yeah there's like all that le- legends lore which might be kanan you know with the sith and everything but um mm. yeah so i saw someone only...
1: else noticed that uh pokun's yeah. mask was also there
0: really oh okay that's pretty yeah cool. his
1: and i thought that was kind of cool he also had a jedi and sith hol- holocrons
0: oh wow he has a lot of cool yeah. stuff
1: so he had oh huh. yeah he had I, I watched that's, a little video that's sweet. of some of the stuff that he had in that room, and I'm I, like, oh!
0: Didn't he also mention Rakata or Rakatan something, which is um, the in- Infinite Empire, which was, like...
1: I'm not um, familiar.
0: Yeah, it, it like, I, I think it first showed up in a video game. Um, well, yeah, in, it first showed up in Knights of the Old Republic, uh, I, but it, it's like, a really old empire, like, tens of thousands of years old. Mm-hmm. And it was first mentioned in Star Wars The Knights of the Old Republic and then, like, expanded upon in, like, uh, comics and stuff. But just the fact that they kind of made them actually canon is interesting. Um, yeah. Though it, 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 it is definitely kind of obscure, kind of a deep cut. So it was probably mm-hmm. just, like, an Easter egg to show, like, oh, yep, yeah, they exist, but, yeah. I guess the, the only thing is, why would... I mean, why would he have that? That you know, Sith Stalker armor. Like, it, it can't be Star Killer's armor specifically.
1: I don't know, man. It also fits the time frame.
0: I that's mean, the, it, that's, it it does. Yeah,
1: it, it it fits the time frame as well, and because I believe that that all took place. Uh, the, his story took place prior to Episode Four. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. On yeah, know yeah, sure you believe right. it... I believe the original Death Star was still, uh, it was still the original Death Star. That oh, wow. was okay, in the game. So I can't it, quite remember.
0: So it starts out, um, like the franchise starts out at 18 BBY, I'm, I'm guessing like in flashbacks and stuff, and then it goes to and, two, 2 BBY. Wait,
1: wait, wait. The Force Unleashed? Yeah. Really? Did you know, episode 3 takes place at 19 BBY.
0: Right. So it takes place Well well yeah, cuz at at the beginning of the game you play as Darth Vader and hunt down like a Jedi. So that 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 must be like the 18 BBY cuz it was like a year okay, after Revenge okay, of the Sith. Yeah. Right,
1: right. Um speaking of that because it's a perfect uh trans uh, uh fucking thing uh, <laughs> <laughs> a transition? Yes, that word. <laughs> um apparently i read this also that Ram koda's name was in the the path in obi-wan
0: okay like oh like uh really bosses
1: yeah okay koda was uh star killers or gambling Merrick's master
0: okay interesting
1: who darth vader kills right or at least Think kills at the beginning of that game and the only reason i kind of remember that is because i about within the last year i started that game over again
0: okay so like that makes me wonder because like for a long time you know everybody thought that the force Unleashed wasn't canon and the problem with that those games is there are like alternate endings that don't make any sense canon wise but right. So, like, do you do you think they're kind of, like, leading up to making that canon somehow, or at least partially canon? You know, like, taking out the stuff that makes sense and
1: leaving aside, you know, the stuff that doesn't? I think that an adaptation of a secret apprentice of Darth Vader's mm-hmm. being Galen Merrick is totally doable yeah. within um the current canon. I yeah. think that my hesitancy towards it... Mm-hmm. Is the fact that I would want a very powerful Galen Merrick.
0: right? Which
1: like is reflective of the game, mm-hmm. and uh, the example I keep using is, and like, they made him like so strong OP. enough, yeah, that he pulls a Star Destroyer out of orbit, yeah, like like that's not a, that's not a small feat. That's like mm-hmm. a Darth Vader or a Luke Skywalker level of mm-hmm. using the Force. It's 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 almost inconceivable use, yeah, and so it's like, I I almost don't want them to put him in canon that way he doesn't get washed down sure and i kind of want him to because it's like almost like me wanting to preserve the memory of those games Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in in a way because like that was a you know important in my childhood yeah but i'm not i like if they do it well i would be totally okay with it but if they wash it down too much it's Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be kind of upset about it (laughs) sure i ain't gonna lie
0: and if they did do that would you want it to be like kind of where they decanonize the second game where he's good or you know cuz like there there there's basically two endings to his story you know cuz yes. in the Force Unleashed the original you know he either goes off and you know joins the light side in like in, in the second game or at the end he you know dons that Sith stalker armor and just like fully embraces being a Sith
1: Um so- I think I would prefer if he went back to the light side, to okay. be honest, because mm. it what it is is a return to character, a return to roots mm-hmm. for him. True. Um, although I do would I would really love to see a really badass like Sith series or movie. Yeah. Like a really just gritty, mm. and I feel like he would be the perfect character for it. Yeah. Now, say the armor is indicative of him going to be canonized. Mm-hmm. I think that using that armor specifically is them leaning towards him being and continuing to be a Sith. Um, you know, because, like, why not use his Yeah, but, um, I mean, they, they
0: they didn't make the armor specifically for him, so yeah. it could just I be, like, I a tease. I guess I didn't really know that
1: history either, to be honest. Yeah. I didn't realize that that was like a, um, a like a thing he did, like or like a. I didn't realize that was a thing that there was yeah. multiple of that armor.
0: Yeah, like it seems like we hadn't used them for like a long time. But yeah,
1: okay. Um, but also, his story plays in well with. I'm gonna say it. The sequels because of the cloning.
0: <laughs> oh, because okay. remember
1: he he is a clone.
0: Okay, I did not remember that. Oh no! Okay. No, Uh, to be honest, so I played the second game like all the way through. Yada yada. I only played like half of the first game to be perfectly honest with you, and and that was years ago.
1: So, um, in in I believe at the end, and I'm really digging at my memory right now. Mm -hmm. Um, at the end of the first game, you come face to face with the dark side Star Killer, who is, and you don't know who the original is. But it's okay. kind of like told that Darth Vader has gone through many iterations of Galen Merrick.
0: Interesting. I forgot and, that. Okay. And
1: uh, the Galen Merrick that you play in the first game is still struggling with his his uh, confliction. Mm-hmm. In his, orienta- his force orientation, I guess. Yeah. That's what you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he gets killed in one ending by his clone.
0: Okay. And his
1: clone takes his place because he is... Oh, okay. Because the Sith variant is uh, the one that Darth Vader obviously prefers. Well, yeah, sure. Cause, and I that think would actually be... be
0: cool to have both, though. Like, to have, like, the Sith version and the G- Jedi version of Galen Merrick, like, in the same...
1: Yeah, that that would be cool. Um, But just... Maybe it's just my, like... I just, I'm so excited to have him mm-hmm. in the canon that I just want it to be true. Yeah. You know? I and mean, s-
0: same. He's a really cool character. And, like, I feel like it's a very cool storyline to just kind of throw under the bus. But then again, you know, there are plenty of other legend storylines that they've done that to. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing that would be kind of cool is, you know, they like they had an actual actor do, like, motion capture stuff for... That character and like they could use the same actor, even though he's a little older now. Um, uh, Yeah, he's like in his early forties, but Sam Witwer. But he's like he's you know an actor who's done other stuff like and you know not not to mention a voice actor like he's done the voice of Darth Maul in the Clone Wars and Rebels. Oh really? Um and, and in Solo, yeah. Oh so, wow. So okay. it, he he he's been connected to Star Wars for like uh, the be, you know over a decade. What would be actually be really interesting is if he showed up in like Ahsoka, you know, older, and like kind of like tells his story. So like the actual games are like canon, but then we we get to see him, you know, after yeah. them.
1: Oh, like it doesn't play out. The, it it doesn't actually show his story. It just kind of shows him at the end of his.
0: Yeah, or maybe I they see. have like a couple flashbacks that are like recreations of events in the game.
1: Yeah, but like you said, the plot of the games are kind of muddy because of uh, multiple endings.
0: They would have to choose one storyline or kind of like mix them together.
1: Yeah, I think he could be done.
0: Yeah, I think think it would be be very cool to see him in live action. He's a very cool character.
1: I think that would be perfect for Ahsoka because two separate apprentices from different sides of the force trained Mm -hmm. by the same person.
0: Yeah, that Ooh. would actually be very interesting. Which that I, would be I, awesome. I mean, I feel like we, we are getting a little ahead of ourselves because probably, you know, it's not going to happen, but it would be awesome if it did. Yeah, I know. Um, but speaking of Ahsoka, um, just r- real quick, like this has been going around for a while. I I feel, I can't remember if they were like confirmed fake, but there have been rumors that Darth Maul is going to be in it, which doesn't make any freaking sense unlo- unless it's a flashback.
1: Yeah, I was going to say... Uh, it- I don't know the time place. I don't know the timing of the Ahsoka show, to be honest.
0: Well, I'm sure I'm like, I'm pretty sure it happens. Well, it has to happen after Re- rebels. Cause we have like adult Ezra Bridger.
1: Uh-huh. Um,
0: But Hayden Christensen is coming back though, as Anakin slash Darth Vader. So there's going to be flashbacks. It's probably going to take place in like multiple different, um, cool. you know, times. So, Maybe, because there there was, like, this set photo that supposedly was leaked that showed Ahsoka in, like, live-action Darth Maul. Mm. So, but it's been kind of muddy, whether those were real or fake. Right. Um, But, so, it seems like they are going to do some interesting stuff in the Ahsoka show, so... I mean, I wouldn't put it past, like, you know, like, nobody expected Luke Skywalker to show up at the end of Mandalorian Season 2, so... Yeah. Or no, nobody, like, actually expected, you know, there's people, like, talking about it for a long time and nobody really thought they were going to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, kind um, of
0: spook. Yeah, or, you know, even... Well, actually, Boba Fett was, you know, kind of confirmed before that, but still. Um, so, I mean... Yeah,
1: but that's that was, like, it was real, like, subtle.
0: Yeah. So, I'm not sure, you know, at this point, it could go, you know, wh- whether they introduce... Starkiller or not it seems like Ahsoka is the only project you know coming out soon that makes any sense that he would show up yeah but I mean
1: that would be a way to do it just a subtle nod mm-hmm. towards the character and then drop him in But I mean like I said they I'm not going to get my hopes in the up too high
0: yeah right of course
1: so generally of the Star Wars shows that have been released I think that I guess aside from Obi-Wan But both Andor so far and Mandalorian, those, the the stories, the actual story is really good for just experimentation. Like when Mandalorian came out, it was just kind of like a, oh, you know, like just a character that's kind of just doing his own thing and, and off in the universe. And now we hear we have Andor who's, Mm. you know, like an important character later on, but like, Mm. what's the reason to tell his story?
0: right yeah so, exactly that because that's that's what, what i thought when they first said they were going to be making an andor series i'm like i mean that's cool he was a cool character but he's friggin' dead you know yeah, so right. but so,
1: like, what's the point
0: right and But i'm glad they're
1: experimenting that's
0: well yeah point. it seems like the point is like world building
1: yeah exactly and that's I'm supportive of that.
0: <laughs> and I think it makes sense. Cause I, I would prefer them to do that through the catalyst. Like you said, the catalyst of like a character we already kind of know, as opposed mm-hmm. to just making up another character. Um, yeah. Especially considering, you know, there's so many, they, like, especially in rogue one, there are so many characters in it that they just really didn't explore much. So right. it was kind of the perfect, you know, if, if they're, if they're going to pick a, like a character, you know, out of one of the projects to explore more, I guess that works, you know, as if if they're doing it to do more, you know, world yeah, building it's and stuff. Yeah, because
1: inconsequential. Yeah. You know. Plus,
0: he's essentially... tied so much to the you know the Rebel Alliance. It makes sense that they would use him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I do need to watch Rogue One again. I might do that. Tonight.
0: I'm I'm probably gonna do it after, Andor is finished because it's technically a prequel.
1: That's a good point. Maybe I should wait.
0: Um, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna other... rewatch it
1: um what other shows are confirmed i know ahsoka is
0: yeah so we I have heard, ahsoka are, are we just heard talking l- about lando are, are we just talking live action
1: uh not necessarily
0: okay well because we always say we obviously have tales of the jedi that's like mm-hmm. that uh then there is well are, that's are gonna we be just...
1: fu- that's gonna be cool yeah tales of the jedi it's gonna be really cool
0: definitely ahsoka Yep. um they the the alkalite which takes place during the high Republic which okay, yep could, I remember could be kind of cool because they've never really done anything that far in the past again experimentation in and world building yeah yeah mm-hmm. um really I really want them to do an adaptation of the old Republic but you know that doesn't seem to be happening anytime soon and then right. there's Lando which is confirmed and Donald Glover's confirmed to be in it but it is like in very early development seems like and then there's
1: yeah and then there's
0: uh, there's skeleton crew which not really sure what exactly that's going to be about but Jude Law is the main star okay so it follows a group of kids who are about ten years old who get lost in the Star Wars universe so I it's, it's really hard to tell what this is going to be like Jude Law seems to be like the main star of this but hard to tell if this is going to be like more like a you know Star Wars Kid show or if it's going to be. You know more, okay. yeah, because it does seem like it focuses on on these kids. So I don't know what they're going to do with this.
1: And you said is that one in live action as well? Yes. Okay.
0: Um, there's something else showing up on IMDb: Star Wars: A Droid Story. And I don't know if that's going to be a.
1: Scene. Not interested. Oh, it's it's yeah right.
0: It's it's an animated series featuring R two D two and C three PO. So. Like, I was cares? just
1: about to say. I was, I was just gonna say that it's like if it's anything like those droid episodes in Clone Wars, I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: mean. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ah, like, oh, those those episodes are so hard to get through. I'm not gonna lie.
0: They are so hard to get through. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> Uh, like They're... they have a whole, they have a whole episode of three, C-3PO and R2-D2 trying to get fruit for a cake <laughs> for Padme. Frick.
0: oh my, I fucking forgot about that, yeah, that, that's Yeah, you so... remember
1: that episode? <laughs> God,
0: talk about filler.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, God.
0: I mean... <laughs> you know, when Clone Wars is, is like at its best, it's great, it's amazing, oh, okay. but man, there are some episodes that are just the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but yeah, Jar Jar
1: Binks episodes. Oh god! Uh, you know
0: the only like thing that was cool about that was Mace Windu was like featured heavily in it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like the whole thing where he got married and then like got kidnapped or something. But yeah, yeah, it's like no nobody asked for that.
1: Ooh, I'd like to see you see the thing. My problem is is like I want a live action show showing the ba- the. The backstory of all like good characters, like Mace Windu. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, I <laughs> you know. know what like, I mean? It's like well, I want th- all of it.
0: <laughs> there are so many good Star Wars characters, you know. Oh, they could so like many. have a series for all of them, you know. But... Like I
1: would even watch like a Padme, like I would follow like to watch Padme and her rise in like the Senate. Yeah, yeah. I, mean... I would like. I would enjoy that.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there there's like ten years between two and three, so that would actually, you know, yeah, exactly. So that it's could like, be interesting. And I love yeah. Net and Naboo, you know, like I just like their um, style and aesthetic and everything. Sure. So that would actually be kind of interesting.
1: You could just have a Naboo show, and then you could show Palpatine's uh, influence there.
0: Yeah, yeah, that actually would would be kind of interesting.
1: Um,
0: but I mean, yeah. So, I feel like we left Andor behind a while ago. but
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, like we said, like it's still setting itself up. Yes. Um, for the most part. And I'm excited to see more. I think it's more of like Me we're too. in an anticipation period. You know? Yeah. Like, we see the storms coming, and we're kind of like just almost there. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like it's all kind of just up in the air right now. So, there isn't really a ton to talk about. I
0: suppose right yeah and next uh, like next few like this definitely went on a little longer than i expected but the next cuz I feel like when we, we start t- talking Star Wars, we just kind of, you know, we just yeah, start talking. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it definitely happens.
0: But the next, uh, well, I mean, it didn't help that they put in freaking Easter eggs for Star Killer and stuff. I'm
1: sorry, <clears> and I had to say, I wasn't going to be able to sit here and not mention it.
0: Well, yeah, no, I mean, I, I can't blame you, you know, I, I, I can't blame you. But the, the, the next episodes are going to be focusing on one episode each, so they're probably yeah. going to be a little shorter. But that's
1: That's cool. Yeah,
0: so... Uh, Anybody who got to this end, thank you so much for listening. And be sure to check out Bryce on social media at Real Stranger. I think it's pretty much just Instagram, right?
1: Uh, I do have an Instagram, yeah. Yeah. I believe it's uh, Real Stranger IG.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. And be sure to check us out on social media as well. Our usernames are in the description. and. Check out our YouTube channel, Casual Comic Fans. That's That link is going to be in the description of this episode as well. And stay tuned uh, ne- next week for the next episode where Bryce will be joining me again. And, yeah. We'll Ooh. see you next time. Later.